Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the community. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or know of an entrepreneur, a small business owner looking to advertise on the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have, we going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's ko com forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So... Shout out to Latoya Shantae, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. So we're here waiting for John to get situated. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. All right. All right. That sounds like we got some audio. All right. Cool, 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 cool. All right, man. How you been, my man? I've been good, man. How you been? Good, good, man. Just been busy, man. With uh, between teaching, teaching at the academy, and, and with the whole, you know, starting the whole barbershop thing. It, you know, I'm always running around, but yeah, been busy, man. How I'm you so, been? I've been good, man. I'm so excited for you. Man, I, I appreciate see, that. Uh, appreciate when that. I seen the logos, man. I'm like, yo. Your yeah, pop- you know. There. Yeah, you know what? That's that's all fiber. That logo, my my brother-in-law put me onto that. You know, that's that's a great little um app to use for anybody that's trying to get logos. It's like to be honest, they charge me like I think like thirty bucks for it. 
Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh man, this is great. It's just a website with like a whole bunch of like uh, designers and you're able to like pick, you know, but um, yeah, that was, that was dope for the logo. But yeah, I'm over here in Middletown. You still running? Yeah, I'm still running. You know, I'm still running. I'm actually in front of the D&D now. Um, so, you know, it's just like the pre, let me get what, what's in my mouth, out of my mouth. We get the kinks out and then we'll get started during the interview. Okay, I'm actually yeah. in front of the um the D and D now. Oh, the one on Yaleville? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um it's funny, I think Carmen still works there, I believe. Yeah. I cut Carmen's son. I caught him yesterday and we we talk about it all the time. And it's funny because I was cutting Carmen's older son. He's in the army. Um I've been cutting him for like I was cutting him for like a year and a half before I even found out that Carmen was mom. And mm-hmm. I was just talking to him about like Duncan. And he was like, oh, my mom worked at Duncan. I'm like, who's your mom? Because he kind of looked like, he's like, Carmen. I'm like, oh my God, like this is such a small world. Yeah, man. You know, but um, yeah, I keep in contact with, um, I think like two, two of the guys that I used to work there. Um, Yusuf. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember Yusuf. He was there for a while, even after mm-hmm. I left. And then um, Mizuko, you know, he he actually went into the army. He's actually, he's actually on, um, I think doing a tour right now or something like that. But um, we every time he come down, we link up a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I see, man, you faithful to that Duncan, huh? Yeah, um, yo, there was a point where I had posted this picture. I hadn't been there in a while, and I'm smiling because it was like it was like, yeah, I missed it, but because I'm like, yeah, man, I I, some, I got a curate in the house. So I just make the coffee sometimes. And yeah, but it's something about that DD coffee, man. Sometimes, man, I got, I tell you what, when I, when I left there, I, I don't drink hot coffee, but it's something about that iced coffee, man. And mm-hmm. when I left there, I had, I had like a withdrawal. I was like, <laughs> yo, what is this? I'm like, you know, you don't notice you hooked until, you know, you actually leave, but you yeah, know, you don't have it. Yeah, you don't have it. But, um, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. But yeah, man. Um, just been busy, you know. Um, with with the teach, I also teach at an academy. Um, mm-hmm. I started doing that teach barbering at an academy, so I do that part time. But other than that, just you know, grinding, working. You know, I, I I just got somebody in the barber shop now, so to uh, that's why I'm able to kind of be here and mellow out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, it's been going good, man. It's been going okay. good. All right, so I'm going to do a brief introduction. Um, I'm going to ask you if you drink coffee, D&D, or you're a D&D mm-hmm. man or Five Bucks man. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll get into it. Uh, but the reason I wanted to interview you is to just highlight the fact that, you know, I think young people get shitted on a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah. Even if I didn't know your dad, like, I admire certain characteristics uh, in you, like just coming in and sitting down in there. So I want to be able to just be able to shine a light and say, yo, yo, you see a young person working at an establishment. Don't, don't, don't give them a hard time. You know what I mean? That, that you, yeah. you, you can make a difference in somebody's life and that person can make a difference in your life. Like, it's like, yo, it's, it's inspiring, you know, because they're, no, they're, definitely. They're, they're adults who, who um, are afraid to venture out and do something on their own. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. And the crazy thing is that, like, you know, you and me was talking before we, we, we I like, you even knew my dad. Like, before you even knew my dad was my dad, you know? Because yeah. that, that's how that, 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 that came about. But, yeah, man, um, 
I completely agree. Yeah, so I just that that's the whole reason behind having you on the show. I want to um get into it. it. So um yeah, let's get started. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Real. I'm your host, Derek Baby Ox BDO D Rock D Living Introduction. I'm excited to be here today. I'm actually hot, but I'm, we're gonna get through this. I'm sitting in front of DD. I met this young man in DD and was impressed by the way he conducted himself. He's a leader. And not just in, you know, I'm the, the supervisor, I'm the manager on duty. I get to lay the rules and it's, I do what I want to do. And um, that was in his mindset. I would see this guy like maneuvering through the day and developed a relationship over, over a period of time. And now he's moved on and, and, and he's no longer with Duncan. And uh, yeah, yo, give it up for my man, Mr. John Castro. Yo, man, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. You know, um, just busy, you know, just working, 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 you know, especially after this pandemic and this whole COVID thing. I was, I was, I, I felt like I switched, uh, like I switched careers for, for a while. I was mm-hmm. homeschooling the kids for like the last three months, you know, <laughs> but it's good to be back on the grind, you know, working back to somewhat back to a normal life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what's up, man. Before we, we got this little routine that we do here behind the wheel, um, where we, uh, I gotta know, man. Are you a D and D man or are you a five bucks man? Um, to be honest, I I would have to say I'm a D and D, but lately uh, I have been going to Starbucks a little bit, cheating on the on the low, <laughs> you know. But man, I would I would have to blame that on my girlfriend, man. She she's been putting me on this drink there, but nah, man. My D and D's to go, you know. D and D's to go. Yeah, you yeah, can speak yeah. freely now. It's not like you know you you obligated <laughs> to drink D and D when you were when you were. No, no, no. It was just like I feel like it was just like being part of a team. That's all, you know. And it's like mm-hmm. sometimes like we would mess around. Like my my boy one time came in the shift like a Starbucks drink, and I was like, oh man, you bugging. Mm-hmm. But it was just like a tease thing. But no, um, no, um, Duncan Duncan was 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 dope, you know. Mm-hmm. I was there for a while, and um, how long were you there? I started at Duncan when that was that was my first job. That was that was my first job. Um, I got introduced to it through my cousin because my cousin was a manager there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Duncan's like the job that like if you're in high school, you cut you like you're in, you know, because it's perfect. You know, they give you the three to six right after school, a couple days mm-hmm. a week. You know, so it, it's kind of good, and you're able to get your schoolwork done. So. Um, I was them. I was there for a while. I was there. I started working with them my sophomore year. By the time I was like a senior in high school, they were like, "Oh, like you know, we we want to make you a manager. We want to make you a manager." You know, you know. Um, I was leaving school. I was able to leave school a little early because mm-hmm. um senior privileges. So I was leaving school like a one fifteen, just going straight to work. You know, to be able to make some money. You know, I, I had you know I had my car. You know, I had to pay my car insurance and stuff like that. But um. Dunkin' Donuts came through for a while. You know, mm-hmm. I was able to grow grow with them for a little bit. You know, um, I worked I worked in the franchise in Meriden for a while. I would say like three years. And mm-hmm. then my other two and a half, that's when I was in Wallingford. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, so. that's, that's where I met you in, 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 in Wallingford. Yep. And I remember coming in 
And, you know, I would, I was working on the, the podcast early on um, before I was doing it like Zoom or whatever. So somebody would sit in the car at the house and have the phone in front of me recording and they would have their phone. And then I would come to D&D to sit down and edit and upload the, uh, the episodes. And so, you know, I'd record in the morning and then I would see you in the evening. And I was, there was just something about you that, that was like, like, yo, this guy is, he's the supervisor, but he, you know, he's, he's, he's participating with the duties that the other associates, you know, you're not just talking, okay, assigning, delegating, you know, that's, that's when the manager yeah, yeah. terms that you, you just delegating or whatever, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. you were just delegating. You were like, okay. If we down a person or whatever, then I need, I, I have to maintain the place. There was like order, there was structure, there was discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those characteristics were something that, that, yeah. um, that I had admired in you. So I was like, where did you get those things from? Um, to be honest, um, I'd say from my parents, you know, mm. them, them, them just being um, middle class, being able to start from the bottom up, you know, Seeing my mom have having to go through like language barrier, working as a um, cafeteria lady, making like seventy, eighty dollars a week, you know, to now she's a teacher at a head start. Um, and my dad is from a salesman selling um, vacuum cleaners to making his company happen, you know, from from doing contracting work in a minivan to seeing him get a truck, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, cool. Like things are possible. You just gotta put in the work. So, um, a lot of times, like everything I do, I put, I I put my hundred percent in, you know, and that's just how I am. And even if it's like, people are like, yo, but that's something so simple. Like, why you just like do it this way? And like, I don't know, man, call it whatever you want to call it. But I just feel like things have to be done right. You're going to do them or don't do them at all. Yeah. And, and when I was at Duncan, that, that's, that's the approach I would take, you know, and a lot of times, you know, when you're in the fast food industry, nobody really cares. Mm-hmm. So um, you have to take those leadership roles in times of like, um, like where, where the, the restaurant was busy and you was down on two, three people. And then the other two people you were with don't really care, you know, how to being young and separating, you know, because I was cool with a lot of those kids. So that was another thing, you know, being able to separate, you know, friendship and, 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 and you know, we cool outside of work. But now in work, I got to be your boss. And kind of having that as a young age has kind of helped me, you know, mm-hmm. but a big, a big part of it is definitely like mom and pops, you know, on, on the way they brought me up and, you know, how, how they just been grinding since day one. Yeah. Like I could see it. There is a um, there's a Muslim sister. She walks past the house and you can see someone walking with like determination. She works at the DMD and She's like, you see, it's like, I don't know if you ever seen anyone walking. It's like you, they walk like they got a destination in mind. They yep. focus, they going and you see, you, you just know it's just something they, they're not about the nonsense. They, they, they folks, they have a goal and objective in mind, yo. And when I see her here at, at the D and D, it's like, she's constantly moving, constantly going. It's like, there is something else. This is just not the end. This is just, this is a pit stop for you. And that's what I saw in you. It was like, yo, this is the pit stop. This brother, this, this guy is focused, man. He's like, okay, I don't know what you were saying to yourself while you were talking. Yeah, yeah. You know, in your head while you were there. But I'm like, 
I don't know what it is, man, but it's, yo, what does he say to himself during those days, like, when 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 you're doing the bathroom and you didn't have to do the bathroom because you got people? Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, sometimes it was just, like, I had the people and, like, I, like, it was, it was dope because, like, you got to see so many different types of, um, uh, how, how can I say this? A lot of the way of how people were brought up and, like, how, how certain people were just, you would teach you something and they would, they would mop. Like, I would, I would teach somebody how to mop and be like, I never mopped in my life versus somebody else. I'd be like, yo, like, all right, cool. So seeing all those different, like, where people come from and different backgrounds and things like that, kind of like, Help me out, but yeah, a lot of times I, w- I, w- I wouldn't mind getting dirty and teaching somebody and be like, nah, like this is the way we gotta treat this. Like this is this is our shift. Like this is this is us. Like you mm-hmm. know, people talk about us and um, uh, having given them something to feel proud of. To be honest, like yeah. I always try to make things interesting, you know, and you know, so a job that's so simple, but you know, setting small goals for them, you know, that they were able to accomplish. I felt like you know, they could go home feeling some type, you know? Yeah. Um, I work, I work with this kid. Um, he, he used to work there. He passed away. Um, his name was Santiago and, um, he worked with us for a while. And the crazy thing about it was, I guess he was going through some situation at home. Is this the young man that committed suicide? Yeah. 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 So, um, the crazy thing about it is, yo, like, um, I worked with his sister. His sister used to work there first great like i could tell like you know because i feel like your background and the way you're brought up mm-hmm. has a lot to do with the way you you represent yourself and a lot of times this is this was their first job mm-hmm. you know when these kids i would tell them to do something and then they would do it like like if you know they was getting paid 20 dollars an hour you know and um his sister brought him because you know his sister was like yo you know i have my brother you know he wants a job i'm like yo if he works like you bring him in you know and he, to be honest he probably worked even harder so um, she went off to college and he kind of stayed. And long story short, um, I guess he had a lot of situations going up at home. I guess, you know, uh, the, the family was might have been split up. I'm not sure too much was going on. But um, when he was at work, you couldn't tell that he had that going on at home. Mm-hmm. And I never knew. And then one day he just called out like two, three days. And we found out that, you know, he had committed suicide, you know. And it kind of like... It was a bittersweet feeling for me because I was I was like, damn, like I wish I could have, if I knew that was going on, I could have um, maybe given him more advice, chilled with him, you know, mm-hmm. take him out to eat. But then I, I saw the, uh, the the other on the bright side and I'm like, you know, maybe he didn't want to talk about it when he was at work. Maybe that was his getaway. Yeah. And maybe I was I was part of that, you know, him being able to be happy at work. And feeling yeah. like he was part of something and an accomplishment because when he went home, he might have didn't have that. Yeah. And you know, a lot. I feel like a lot of people go through that. You know, you Definitely. know, a lot of place, a lot of places, is some people's getaway. You know, so. But yeah, man, Duncan, Duncan was great, man. Duncan was was good. You know, I had a lot of good memories. But it got to the point that, you know, I was like, listen, if I ain't gonna own this, I don't want. I, you know, I don't want to be part of it because. You know, after you get to a certain level, you know, and you start demanding certain things, they're like, all right, you know, like, nope, like, this is this is it for you. So, um, but, yeah, combination of, um, what, what kind of made me also drift off was, um, I always did barbering as a hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my mom was a cosmetologist back in Puerto Rico. And when okay. we came out here, you know, she, she always did it as a hobby. 
So, um, you know, she always used to cut our hair, you know, to the point that, you know, I was a young mom. Like, I got, I got to go to the shop and at least get the edge up. You know, <laughs> the money ain't right, you know. So she's like, all right, I'll cut your hair. And then you go to the shop and get an edge up. But at the point in time, that I just like seven bucks. So I was like, bet, mm-hmm. you know. And um, at the point in time, I used to go to a barbershop in Merritt. And it was the barbershop. It's top hat. It was downtown. It was like right crossing the train tracks. And um, my man Gary was the owner. And like, he was just like, he was a character, man. And mm-hmm. like, he would be flipping the shears, throwing everything in the air. And I was like, yo, like, this is dope. And like uh-huh. the conversation, the shot vibe. And I'm a people person. And at the point in time, I ain't gonna lie, I was a pretty boy. You know, I was in middle school and I was like, you know what? This might work out for me. I just be able to pick it up. So, you know, with the drawing and, you know, things like that, it was it was a natural thing for me. And I always did it as a hobby, you know, getting money on the side at times. It was like a little side hustle, you know, okay. my time okay. for gas money, for whatever the case may be. Until um when I when I graduated high school, um uh my uh I had my first son mm-hmm. and that's when things kind of got real. I was like, all right, cool. So I tried to go to college. I wanna be a cop. I wanted to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. So um I tried to go to college for a whole year and it was kinda hard, you know, because I had I had I had to work. So um I had to leave college and I was just like I picked up a lot of hours at Duncan. But okay. I was like after a while, I felt like I was getting burnt out and getting nowhere. And then I was like, you know what? Like, you cut hair. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, go to school. Because a lot of times, to be honest, it was a procrastination. Mm-hmm. Like, having to be able to, you know, because my schedule, to be honest, when I was in school, it was I would go to Duncan from 8 to 4, go home for about, like, 45 minutes because I would have to be in school by 5 o'clock. So I have to, from Wallingford, shoot to Merritt and shoot back to Wallingford to go to school from 5 to 9. Mm-hmm. So for like a whole year, I felt like I didn't really see my kids like that, living with them. Mm-hmm. But for a while, it was a procrastination. But I'm like, you know what? While you sit here and procrastinate, you know, two years go by. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get it done. I got registered. I got it done. It was a little bit, it was a little bit of, a, of a grind. But, you know, I got it done. And to be honest, that was the best thing I could have done. You That's know, what's up, man. Because... You know, shortly after, you know, I had my other son. So, you know, a, a college wasn't really going to work out, you know. Um, so, I, and with this, I've been able to do so much, you know. Mm-hmm. I've been able to um, cut. I've been able to teach, you know, which teaching was something that I thought I would never do, you know. Nah, you, just, you, 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 you're like a naturalist. You would, you would, dele- I would watch you delegate and then you would spend time talking with them or showing them what to do and that's that's you know that's teaching no yeah yeah for the, you know for the training yeah so i appreciate that and and it, it's, it's cool because a lot of people are like yo yo miss john you got the patience and it's like i feel like it's got to be in you like yeah. the science the sun about helping people and being a you know interacting with people and making a difference in people's lives like same thing with barbering people sit down in my chair and they just vent yeah. Like I just I just shut up and listen. Just nod my head, you know, and just make sure they're good. And and it's it's a it's therapy for some people. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's it's just great being able to um to to be to make a difference in people's lives, you know? Definitely, man. And it's funny, one day I come in, you ask me, um, you know, we'd get to talking about running. You know, oh you run, yeah, yeah, I run. Oh, my dad's a runner. Yeah, your dad's a runner. Yeah, you run everything. Yeah, yeah. You start telling me, ah, you know, my I can't really be running like that, you know. But I used to I tried to, but my dad, he run all the time. Like, who's your dad? And I'm like, 
Miguel? Miguel Castro? You know Miguel? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. That is so funny. You're talking about the world is small. Did your father ever tell you about the um about the story of how we met? Yeah, he he always he always tells me a little bit. He don't tell me the full full story. He told me that he was something about um a white man, Puerto Rican, and a black man, something like that. Yeah. He said something about running and like you know he my dad's on the go, so I never really got he never really got a chance to sit down so, and tell me the story. But I met him at the depot. You know, he, okay, doing the construction. He's yep, got a problem yep. with this kitchen that he's, you know, that he's working on. He ordered or whatever. I had just taken over that department. I get the folder from the back. They tell me his name is Cash, is, is, is Carlos. So I go outside. How you doing, Carlos? You know, what's going on? I understand the situation, Carlos. And I'm telling him, I'm call, I keep calling him Carlos. Carlos. Car-. And he's like, and then I think after maybe like the fourth or fifth time, he's like, you don't understand because you keep calling me Carlos. My name is Miguel. I'm like, oh, man. I don't know why. I, I... And then for some reason, they started talking about running. I was like, okay. But he didn't hold, you know, he didn't hold it against me. He got to, you know, I was like, Yo, it wasn't, it wasn't personal. Nah, that's <laughs> funny. That's funny. That's funny. If you like that sometimes, man, if you like that sometimes. It's funny because I had this customer in the barbershop that he calls me Jose. He's like, I've told him a million times my name is John, and I don't know. It was just passed by me. He was like, hey, Jose, to the point that at that point, I just gave in. I'm Jose to him. But he comes <laughs> in, and he's like, hey, Jose, and I just embrace it. I'm like, hey, what's up, my man? Yo, it was just, just pay me. Just call me whatever you want to call me. For real, for real, for real. Just but, have um, to check. Oh, man. But so, so I, I'm, I'm yeah, so excited that you, um, you know, when I saw the news online, I think your pops had posted the... Uh, picture and he was you know he was saying how proud he was of you um, I know you had left and I knew you were cutting because I had saw you at the um at the expo the Connecticut Barber Expo. Yep, yep. Oh what's going on? How you feeling man? You know I was like okay. So you venture now you're doing okay. And so I, I, I like I get excited when I see people talking about venturing out and doing something. So when I heard that you were um that you had opened up your own shop I was like, yo, I got to get this guy on the show, man. I, 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 I want to be able to share your story with, 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 the, uh, with my audience because I think it's important for people to see a young person in retail. Service is important to me. You know what I mean? Young people are important to me. Providing excellent service, whether you know, you, you're black or indigenous person of color, it doesn't matter. It's services is important. And providing, if somebody's providing it, it's like, yo, you can, you can transfer that skill into any industry. You know, like I can't teach yeah. ice to somebody. You know what I mean? You generally it's have crazy. to teach somebody. It's crazy. I've been I've been cutting I've been cutting hair for fourteen years now, licensed mm-hmm. to four. Um, so my most of my like main most of my career has been like not professional. It's just been I was as a hobby. Mm-hmm. And that was part of my story. You know, and people are like, "Yo, why were you cutting for so long?" And it was just I just loved it. You know, it was therapy for me. But drifting off into the barbershop, I always wanted a barbershop for the longest. But it's, sometimes it's scary, you know, and, and sometimes being scared and, um, you know, but the if and the don'ts and the, the being scared of failure at times, like, puts you at a pause for so long. Yeah. You know, to the point that, you know, um, don't get me wrong, you know, you can't rush into things, but, like, you know, I... I 
there was a lot of times that I was like, I just procrastinated. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to hold it off to next year. I'm just going to hold it off to next year, you know? But, um, so what finally, what finally, what finally changed it for you? To be honest, the circumstances with this whole COVID thing too, being, being, um, being more in tune with just my clientele since everything's just appointments only and things like that. Um, every, I'm a very particular person and I ain't seen where I worked at. Um, they weren't following protocol. It's just I love I love going above and beyond, and 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 these in these circumstances, I wanted to provide an environment where people could really get away and feel comfortable. That's why I decided to go with more of a studio vibe than a actual barbershop. Where you know I love grabbing walk-ins, you know, but where people just come in and feel like it's all about them. Because mm-hmm. then this these times, like you know, you all day with. With with the mask, you all day inside. Some people still aren't working, you know. And I I wanted to provide something, so I just took a leap of faith. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? Like I'm just gonna go for it. And to be honest, it's going pretty well, you know. Um, I always said something that um, it's like you don't gotta be great to start something, but you gotta start something to be great. Yeah. And 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 I go by that a lot because a lot of times. You know, us doubting ourselves and the if and the buzz and procrastination limits our greatness. Yeah. You know, from uh, from us growing as individuals. And, you know, if we fail, so what? But how about if we succeed? And a lot of yeah. times, like, you know, that that's what we mess up as humans is, all right, we fail. But we can't live the rest of our lives just being like, yo, but how about if I would have done that? Yeah. So that that was a major thing for me. I was like, you know what? Like, yo, you've been doing this for 14 years. I'm 28 years old. 28, mm-hmm. you're like 50, to be honest, because I've just been, mm-hmm. you know, since I was young, um, you know, I, I, you know, I left my mom's house when I was 18. I ain't had to, but I wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it's just, you know, it's just grind, you know, but um, taking that leap of faith and, you know, making it work, you know, I'm like, yo, it could happen. And if I do fail, so what? At least I tried, you know, yeah. that's it. Nah, you, 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 it's going to work out, man. I mean, and you, you have, you have a connection with, with people. You have examples of people, um, within your network, within the industry that, that, that has really like elevated it. You know what I mean? You, I mean, I think about people like, you know, Jay Majors and, and Tyreek Jackson yeah. and, yep. um, and the great Axel, people I follow those. Yeah. And, yep, and yep. Axel from, from Barber Geeks. And, and yep, you, so yep. you've got two people that that's that's in Connecticut, you know what I mean? Like great resources to connect with, and an inbox away from Tyreek, if you you know you got a question or and you follow them on. So it's it's that's like inspiring to me, man. Like, and I'm I'm not yeah, a Tyreek. Tyreek has nah. Tyreek has a talk show like every Tuesday, faithfully. Yeah. And like I, I, you know, I was logged in. I ain't gonna lie, I haven't been in tune with it just because I've been kind of running around. Um, I haven't even been in tune like that with my IG, which I, I'm starting to, um, uh, this week I got to get back into tune with that now that everything settled down. But I used to love hearing Tyreek just because hearing those gems and just hearing, you know, I, I'm always learning, you know, I'm not that type of person. There's those type of people that is like, Oh, I know it all. or I, yeah. I, I got this. That's it. You limit yourself. You know, yeah. you, you gotta always keep an open mind, especially in this industry. But like Jay Majors, is, um, Jay Majors right now, he's opening up a like a big barber studio lounge. He bought a big building and he's filling it up with barber suite, mm-hmm. all just barber suite. And I'm like, that's genius. 
yeah. you know, it's, it's genius. But taking that, nobody's doing it around here, but like somebody's got to start something, you know, taking yeah. those leaps of faith and, and, and having pillars like that in our industry that aren't scared of taking risks, you know, is, is admirable, you yeah. know? And um, that's why I, I like to follow people like that. I like to listen to people like that. And that's why I go to the Barber Expos and the seminars mm-hmm. and try to constantly try to educate myself and constantly humble myself. Try to humble myself and, you know, just learn as much as I can because, you know, you know, it's, I, I try to just stick to my roots, you know, yeah. not get big headed, you know, um, that's important. And just stay mellow and, and learn, 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 you know. At least that's, that's what my up, parents man. taught me, you know? That's what's up, man. It's, it's a great feeling, man, to, to be able to, to see. And if somebody might be tuning in and saying, well, why are you talking to this guy who used to work at Dunkin' Donuts? And I'm like, if you don't get it, then I can't help you. I can't explain that to you. Yeah, yeah. If you can't see progress. If you can't see, like, possibility. If you can't see that, yo, one day this guy is going to be running some, I don't know how, what bu- the barbering industry is going to be looking like in a few years from now because of what we're going through and, and the creativity that comes out and to be able to say, yo, I, I remember when, you know what I mean? When he was in, in, in D&D and I can, you can point to this individual and say, yo, he took the smallest little principles and kept applying them to his life. And, and now look, so if you take, you know, you take this, your job that you're working at now, you don't take it seriously. Ah, I'm not doing all that. I'm not going to do it. Then you'll be there. You know, I've, I've come yep. to um, the realization when I was younger, man, where I had this summer job. We were stuffing envelopes. You know, so I figured out, yo, I'll take the, I'll take a stack of paper and I'll fold them like this. And now I've got a stack that's already folded right now. Now I got a system. I'm stuffing these envelopes. This guy who, that, that was his job, you know, this adult who, that was his job. He was like, yo, 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 what you doing, man? Slow down. I was like, why? It's like, because you're making the rest of us look bad. And that, I'm a kid, you know, in high school, and he's an adult. This is his, this is his job. And he's saying, you're making us look bad. I'm like, no, man, I'm not, I'm not making, why would I want to stay stuffing envelopes? Like, I would want to do something else. So if I showed yeah, it, somebody pulled my coattail when I went in there. I was like, make sure you get there on time. Stay a little extra. Be respectful. Come back from lunch. Yes, sir, man. You know what I mean? Just, just somebody taught me a little something. So, yeah, I'm stuffing these envelopes. And sure enough, man, when I left from that summer program, Mr. Mackey said, yo, if you ever need a job, come on back down here and see me. I dropped out of high school and went back down there and see Mr. Mackey. And he hired me, like, the same day. Then I realized, you know what? Yeah. I got to get my GED, man. So... I went back and I uh, was like, nah, I'm not going to get my GED. I'm just going back to high school, man. But you live and learn, man. So it's the Absolutely. examples like that, man, and, and seeing, seeing the work ethic and the grind and, and, you know, just applying those principles to your life, it makes a difference, man. So I, I, I'm, so, I'm so happy for you, man. I'm proud of the work yeah. that you're doing. Yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate so, you. And I, Derek, it goes both ways because like I said, you know, when I, when I first met you, like, you know, you was doing this podcast thing, you know, with, with the small tools that you had and like still seeing you, you know, now interviewing all these people and, you know, linking up, to be honest, is is great. To be honest, it's great. We keep up with you doing as well, to be honest, because it's just, it's dope to interact, you yeah. know, and go back 
you know, and be able to stay in tune and, and kind of see growth yourself, you know. Definitely. And I, Definitely, I, I, pre- I appreciate you and, you know, reaching out to me and, you know, wanting to do this podcast, you know, definitely means a lot, you know. Um, definitely does. Definitely does. All right, man. I'm baked out in here, man. I got to go, man. I got to unbutton this. I'm probably <laughs> burning up, sweating, man. But thank you so very much, John. I certainly do appreciate it. Nah, I appreciate it, you, man. my guy. One. I'm out. All right, man. All right, man. Later.